Hello and welcome to the 28th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the Jeff Keeley to my Bioshock 4 announcement, Mr. Kale Adam, how are you going? Govinda, like the sole survivor, our home state of Queensland is opening up like the vault dweller. We have emerged into the irradiated wasteland that is freeform COVID. <laughs> And I've got my Nuka-Cola right here to give me all the energy I need to get through today. You have a fucking monster energy drink, which is the most bogan of all the energy drinks. Incorrect. Incorrect. I posit that Mother is the most bogan energy drink of all drinks. Wait, wait, what's... Oh, they're, they're different. In my mind, I was they like... They are different. Monster's kind of a big deal. It's like there's Red Bull and then there's Monster. V is only in Australia. Monster's international. I actually like V2, which is so gross. And I say that as someone that probably has had two in the last five years. You strike me as someone who smokes a durry while drinking a V at like eight o'clock in the morning. In the, <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> Wearing high vis. Yeah, in the warm sun. <laughs> oh, God. Um, fuck. Hey, gun. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's been a pretty... um. Pretty low-key week. What have I... Wait, it's so funny that we actually don't talk now until, like, this happens. It's like, I, I don't know what you've done for the last week. Um, I don't know what I've done for the last week. I'm, I work now a lot. Oh, no, uh, uh, I... Let me stop you right there. We were going to talk about me, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna roll right in. Well, you... you, you, you didn't you just <laughs> ask me a question? I <laughs> no. swear you just asked me a question. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just made it the Govinda show immediately, and I, uh, I had well, to stop it is. that. Let me put the, let me put the stops <laughs> on that. A kale show would be boring as fuck. Fuck. What's a fun anecdote from my life, Govinda? That oh would, my god, uh, you're thinking about it, dude. <laughs> that would delight already... and amaze oh. you. So we hosted my mother-in-law's 60th birthday party this week. And it oh, was I'm so bored. It was a sophisticated affair of vaccinated folk. And we uh we drank Shandong and we we Ooh. ate canapé. No, but the fun story was uh so she had a friend, um, and we'll just <laughs> We'll just leave names She had a friend. That's a fucking party, yeah, yeah. dude. Woo! She, she had a friend that said, I'll sort out the music. All right? And this is like a party of like 40 or 50 people. Uh, it's the 60th birthday. She's like, I'll, I'll sort out the music, all right? We thought that meant she'd bring an aux cord, that she would bring a, perhaps a little Spotify playlist. What she brought was speakers, a little backing track, a microphone, and herself. And she proceeded to put on a six-hour set in my living room. Of just <laughs> older ladies <laughs> singing. Wait, <laughs> for real, singing like. Please tell me you filmed some of this. No, it was a little too awkward for that. Actually, dude, you do got to do like the stealth one where you like you just like it looks like you're just holding your phone weird kind of, and you're just holding it, but it's actually filming the whole set. I needed, <laughs> I need some, I need some of this in my life. Just it was just bit. like, and it was like sort of like jazzy like lounge music, where it's just like you know, just. Little... Did she scat? No, I will say, Scabby-doo-wop-a. like, <laughs> after like an hour or two, everyone, you know, was getting getting on it. So it actually like was quite awesome a couple hours in. Like it turned around, like it was a little bit awkward, and then it actually became pretty good. Would you pay her money to do that? Probably not, but she does charge money normally. If your thing. wedding was in Australia, would you have hired her? No, no, I would not have. <laughs> um, very nice lady, very nice lady, but uh, it was strange and you've been to my house like imagine my living room everyone's like the actual living room with the couch then there's like the dining room that's where everyone is and everyone's also out by the 
pool. So it's sort of like on its own. No one's really in there. So she's just in there. Anyway, uh, that's a fun anecdote from my life. Yeah, it would have been funner if I if I had some of it in my life. Like if you could be like, I just sent you a video and it's this lady singing smooth lounge jazz for yes. a party of 60 yards with a soft J. What I did uh, instead of a party of 60 year olds. Using my advanced podcasting skills, I painted a vivid picture using my words and my... I stopped paying attention like right towards the end. All right really then, boring. fucking genius. What have you been up to? Nothing. God damn it! I knew you'd say that. <laughs> just nothing. Well, look, I just, I just work a lot. My work went from like, hey, I'm gonna, we're gonna teach you how to do it, but kind of, but it's like also you gotta have to do it and learn on the job because you know let's just say do it. Um, and it went from like real chill where there were days where I'm like, I have nothing to do. I'm just gonna play some games. To I'm so inundated with work to do that I'm just perpetually stressed from about 4:30 p.m. Sunday until about. 5.30 p.m. Saturday, the next week. Yeah, wow. So there's very little overlap for you to not... <laughs> yeah, be. no, no. So I get to enjoy Saturday night and Sunday morning, and then it's just kind of just me being stressed for a week. That's good. Um, but hey, I, I'd rather be busy than not, I guess. It's true. And as I get better, it'll be better, but it's we're going into like Christmas time now. Mm. I need to apply for a bunch of approvals for shit for certain jobs I'm doing, mm. and the team I apply to are leaving like are going away for the holidays as of Friday. So I've got like a bunch of jobs. I have to get these requests through on Wednesday by Wednesday and I'm stressing. So pretty much until Wednesday this week, I'm going to be stressed. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, um, that's grim. That's so <laughs> when we get into the next little section, which we're probably going to slide into pretty quickly, which is going to be, uh, what have you been playing? <laughs> Mine's going to be um, not much. It's funny too, isn't it? Because like I'm getting busy at work too. It's like you know, it's the holidays, so people are turning up to our holiday town or my holiday town, your ex town. You're not really welcome here. Actually, is what I'm trying to say. I don't want to be there for the next two months. <laughs> honestly, that place is a hell hole over the holidays. Hell hole, irradiated, full of feral <laughs> ghouls and super mutants. It's uh, a really, really pretty hell hole with really nice beaches, and I probably will be there at some point for some amount of time. In case you can't tell, um, I'm still playing Fallout 4. A lot of it. I stopped listening. Yeah. I'm going to do that a lot today. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> no one is more surprised than me that this is happening. I've put more time into this game than anything else this year, just in this past month. It's dominating me. It continues to dominate. We don't have to get into it. I did find one really cool mod, though, that lets you essentially... Um, it, it's called FCOM. It's like Falloutcom. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you join these factions... You earn like strategic points every day just for being a part of the faction and you can request reinforcements to your location. The idea is that you're actually like, you're in the Brotherhood of Steel, so why can't you call him back up? That is cool. It's shocking how well implemented it is too. So like you've got nine points a day, like a knight is like three, a paladin is like a knight in power armor, he's like five, whatever. You call them in. A vertebrate flies to your location, they jump out and you can talk to them, you can like trade with them as you would a normal companion, but you can actually like give them a nickname, you can... How long do you get them for? Forever. They level up. <laughs> they learn perks. Wait. They're, they're more developed than the companions in the game. But like, if so you call in reinforcements and they just stay with you indefinitely? So, th when they go down, you can revive them with a stim pack like you would in survival. Like a companion? 
Yeah, the one thing is if they actually, like, die, like if, like, a super mutant suicider runs at you with a mini nuke and detonates himself, that'll actually kill them forever. So, like, you, if you really work hard, you can keep them alive. But um, like, how many of these can you have? Like, I'm so confused. Uh, 36. So, you can have a platoon, which is four squads of, uh, I believe it's eight. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> Wait, and they, they follow you? Yeah, and you set, like, their distances, like, their behaviours, you can fully give them... I'm literally finding this hard to believe. That's crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll send you, like, there's, like, trailers Send me a little of vid of your, of your little platoon. I want to have a look. It's very cool. It's I'm very impressed with it. Nice. So, yeah, that was literally, like, an hour ago I started playing. I just downloaded that. <laughs> Is that why you didn't answer my call when I called you? I didn't have a shirt on, and I thought I'd save you that, so I ran. Thank you. I actually really do yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Well, we have some Shirts standards are a here. requirement. Yeah, yeah. Shirts are pants are not because it's all under the desk. I don't really need to. It doesn't matter. And uh, at least a shirt. And controversially, Govinda, I've been um, playing a little video game called Halo Infinite. Cool, that's which... cool. Well, I guess we'll move along now, being that no one can play that on a console that we focus on on this podcast. As I uh, so as we <laughs> had this week, it was the How game awards. Fucking. <laughs> dare you? As as we've passionately argued. I'm gonna give about... you one. I'm gonna give you one minute. I'm literally give gonna me time that. it. I think it's uh, important. You have one minute starting <laughs> from now. Considering this is Microsoft's version of like The Last of Us, this is their tentpole first party game. I think it's important that we at least understand what's going on. You're wasting your time on. justifying why you're talking about it rather than actually talking about it. <laughs> uh, it's really good. You have 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, I think it's probably the best shooter of the year hands down. Um, well, what's this competition? <laughs> Battlefield, Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, it's like... Nah, I'm, I'm jealous. I want to play Halo. It's like, it is good. So, like, the big thing is this one's open world. It's really quite good at it. It sounds weird, but it pulls it off. Like, I don't know. It's like a better Far Cry, but in a Halo universe. And the thing is, it's just so competent. Mm. Like, you forget how good the physics are, like, how good the guns are, like, the movement, everything just... Yeah. Is it still kind of, like, pr- primarily hipfire? Like, not ADS? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Okay, very Halo in that sense. That's, that's fair. I was watching some people play the, the multiplayer when they did the early access for it, uh, and it, it seemed like everyone only used the, the, the uh, scout rifle, whatever that's called. The BR, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will say, uh, just to round it out, it's pretty interesting that it was delayed so much. This was meant to come out last year, I believe. It's set like on a ring, like a Halo ring, but there's basic. You you played the originals, right? Like uh, I didn't play the first one fully. I played two a lot, and I played three the most. Think of like what mm. you. Th- I didn't play two a lot. I I think it was really just Halo three and beyond. Okay. I played a decent amount of. Think of like just the the regular like kind of rolling green hill zone. It's usually like the first or second yep. level. It's like just on the Halo. Um, yep. This game is all that. So there's ver- there's no biomes or anything like you go onto like the forerunner ships. There's like sci-fi like you know underground. It it with bunkers and stuff. Bases. I guess what I'm trying to say is like somehow like it's polished and awesome, but it also feels a little rushed in some ways. Like like yeah, I, that like when you were like there's no biomes. I'm like oh it's kind of boring. Like you just it is the a same little sort of shit everywhere. I mean it's also awesome because it has an incredible grappling hook and like the vehicles are awesome and. Yeah, I don't know. That seems to be that seems to be the thing now. Is they're like, oh, let's make our game more interesting than the last game. How 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 do we do that? How do we do that? Grappling hook? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. He doesn't love a grappling hook. Like, that's what Horizon's doing essentially. Here's here's a cool thing that I think they've done that I haven't seen done before. So think of 
Far Cry 6, you take your little um, checkpoints, you capture them, and then you move on. You never go back to them. In this, your checkpoint, you clear it, and it becomes a fast travel point, and you earn Valor points. And the more Valor points you get, the more unlocks you get for the campaign. And that'll be things like if you you know, tier four, there'll just be a assault trooper at every checkpoint. At tier six, you can call in warthogs. At tier 10, you get like a sniper. So basically you go back to the base and you can just get a little squad together. And like, okay, yeah, it's like kind of like the fallout thing. Like you can just have a crew of six and roll around and... Okay. Yeah. Honestly, you didn't sell it to me. I like Halo, but I, I'm honestly, if I'm playing it, it's, I'm really going to be playing for the multiplayer. This the is... story really lost me at like reach where I'm like, I just don't yeah. care anymore. It's schlocky. You know? th- I'd go so far as to say this is at least as good as three, like if not the best one. It's a very, very strong Halo. And that seems to be the general consensus online too. But that's all. We can move along. Yeah, I gave you two minutes. So don't say I don't do anything for you, all right? This is not The Last of Us. I don't think we need to be worried. If this is like the number one Xbox first party exclusive... It's not no, of a that's level. Forza of... Horizon Two or whatever, right? That shit was reviewing like crazy. I still do. Like I could play that for free, and I still won't because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, look, I was never super concerned. I think really we got to be concerned in like four years when Bethesda starts shitting some stuff out because they have a lot of studios there too. Interestingly, Ghostwire Tokyo is still coming to PlayStation. That's fine. Not Xbox. I've still never been wowed by that game. I don't know what everyone's talking about. I don't think anyone's really... We haven't really seen the game. We've seen a bunch of, like, cinematics and stuff, really. We haven't seen the game, so... No, we've anyway, seen, let's, we've seen um, gameplay. Anyway. Uh, have we? How do I know it's a first-person spellcaster? Yeah, that's true. That did intrigue me, honestly. But anyway, as everyone is aware, because we spoke about it last week, and obviously you'll listen to every episode of this show. Every like, second. Every fucking episode. Maybe twice. I'd expect at least once, but possibly twice. Uh, it was the Game Awards, hosted by Jeff Keighley, where the best fucking news in the world was announced, and that is Bioshock 4. Nah, just kidding. JK. Didn't happen. <laughs> Didn't happen at all. Um, but we are going to go through what was announced at the Game Awards, and we're just going to have a little chat about them. And then, obviously, we'll round this episode up by going through the actual awards winners themselves, and yep. what we predicted, and who won, and... What's going to happen to the person who lost? This is basically the news of the week. There are a few other little stories, and uh, due to some unforeseen technical hiccups on Kale's end, uh, those news stories were lost. So instead, what we're going to do is go through this in exhaustive detail. (laughs) Yeah, Kale uh, deleted the entire show yesterday (laughs) and had to do it all again. And let me tell you right now, he phoned this one in. It was a last-minute situation. (laughs) Um, Let's start with some... Before we even get into it, let's just some high-level thoughts give into what we both... I'll speak for you on this. This thing was like three hours with the pre-show, and I found I want to come clean. I want to come clean before we get into this. Okay, do that first. Uh, I, on Saturday, I didn't watch it live. I have shit to do. I'm working. I'm busy. I'm stressed. I I watched it Sunday afternoon. Yes. Saturday, I was like... Saturday night, I'm like, okay, I've got some time. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch these game awards, and we're going to see what this shit's all about. And I got probably 45 minutes in, maybe, and I couldn't do it. I had to, I couldn't do it. So I turned it off and I watched like a GameSpot's like biggest announcements of the Game Awards 2021. I think, um, so for me, uh, I, I attempted to watch it. I watched like the first 40 minutes with my wife. I was embarrassed for myself. Like it was, it, like I felt self-conscious with her, a non-gamer, watching this, which is supposed to be like the night of nights. 
I was deeply cringing into my into my boots. There was a point where I saw Jeff Keeley straight up do like a product ad. Dude, you have no idea the amount of ads this thing like it it actually got worse as it like like mobile. Oh, that's sad because <laughs> it was pretty bad when I saw it. it oh man, it was it was relentless. I actually took note of a few super egregious ones, um, but like it was nonstop. It was just like, I feel like it's never been this bad before. Look, I don't remember them very much because I feel like they generally aren't super memorable other than the time that Greg Miller hosted the Game Awards. But I think it was the Game Awards and they forgot to mic the audience. So every time he was making a joke, <laughs> it sounded like he was just falling so flat uh, no, what, and that was, no one was enjoying it. That Was that when he won um, Trending Gamer and he was he gave his speech then? Or did no, he host? I swear he, I swear he was hosting. It maybe wasn't Game Awards. Uh, never, uh, never mind. That was just a funny time because it sounded like <laughs> he was literally just bombing for two and a half hours. <laughs> um, so this is like the biggest uh, in terms of budget I think this show has ever been. Like this was pretty, it was impressive on that front. You know how you get that big of a budget? You sell out to everyone. Verbal ads in the middle of the awards. Like, Jeff Keighley is saying the ad, and it's fucking weird. I wrote it down. My best one was like, all right, next award is best mobile game brought to you by Verizon. <laughs> that was the title of that segment that brought to no, you by like, Verizon. No, like, look, even the sponsored segment isn't even as bad. I can't remember what it was, but there was one where he literally did, like, a little spiel. Like, think about an ad you would hear in a podcast. Obviously, we don't do that because we respect you as the audience. Is that why? Imagine- <laughs> yeah, that's totally why. Uh, remember, like imagine an ad that you'd hear in a podcast, and he's just saying it live on a on a live stream, like a live event, televised event. It was bizarre. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much the 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 deal breaker for me. I, I have a very low tolerance for the for the cringe for the gamer cringe, so cringe these days. So cringe, and this was tough for me. A lot oh, of okay. Can I? Uh, who was it? I can't remember who the developer was or what they were doing, but they were pretending they were watching Twitch streamer while they were pro- trying to. Oh. Uh, I've got it. the award. He was like checking his phone constantly. That was the joke. He kept going back to it. He was like, oh, yeah, sick kill, bro, or something. Oh, dude, it was uh, so cringe. That was the absolute deal breaker, I think. I think Jeff Keighley's like advertisements mid-speech was one thing, but this guy pretending to be so enthralled because he, what was it? He couldn't play the game now, so instead he was watching it on Twitch while he was presenting an award, but obviously like he wasn't actually watching it on it Twitch. Hamming he was it just up. being so cringy. Oh, God, so lame. It just really highlights what a fucking bunch of nerds this industry is. <laughs> like, no charisma. Uh, the one that I feel needs to be pointed out, and I, I feel bad because Jeff, obviously, he's doing this. I mean, he makes a shit ton of money doing this, so let's not, be, let's not beat around the bush. There's a reason for him to do this. It's not. Let's not be too sad for Jeff. Um, the fucking two-faced little Blizzard Activision spiel he had. Did you catch that? Uh, give me, like, we, we don't. So like he's, we won't we won't tolerate that in this industry, and yeah, we're it's like, like you know elevate the industry to a higher level or whatever. Yep, which is fine, but the crucial thing is he never once named them. He never named them. He just said we're just generally Govinda. We need this place to be more inclusive. We can't tolerate the toxicity. But he didn't name yeah. the company that everyone knew he was talking about. Which to me, like he he wants their reveals next year. Like he doesn't want to. Well, obviously, them. and they were excluded this year, weren't they? Yeah, I believe so. Or at least... See, I have a problem with that inherently because you've then punished the actual developers yeah. who worked on the games. That's right. In these shitty like working conditions. I thought it was a weird thing to do. They're one of the, one of the biggest publishers in the industry. They have, like, I think it's somewhere near 
nine to 10,000 employees. Like we're talking about like literally a few bad apples that are yeah, ruining like you should just publicly be like, Bobby Kotick is a dick. Yeah, let's what celebrate the developers you? that actually made the games. Because yeah, they did make them and like they worked hard and they were working under some pretty shitty conditions and they should get recognized still. Maybe it, was, it's, it seemed weird to me. Maybe it's unfair for me to say this from my ivory tower, but I don't know. It seemed a bit weak to me and a bit two-faced. Like it was like you're trying to have you're trying to appease the fans, but you're also trying to appease your corporate overlords as well. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, look, we time is ticking and we got to start getting through this. So we're going to move along and we're going to get into the first of the many, many, many reveals. Some we will spend more time on than others. What's going to be fascinating here is, I don't know if you caught this, Govinda, but it's like they've been doing this for years, but it's like this was their first time. And what they did was they put the biggest announcements very first and then they let us suffer for hours just with little dribs and drabs. And then there wasn't even like a really big bang to go out on yeah it was I didn't really watch weird the end, but I, I watched the biggest announcements and the last one i was like wait that was it. I, I didn't even anyway, say but, let's well sorry my experience with this was i tried to watch this thing and then after about an hour and a half i just started scrubbing and i watched the gameplay i watched like little bits yeah. i actually skipped all the announcements i couldn't handle it like oh sorry like the awards uh oh yeah i looked at a list after i was done I was, yeah after i saw that guy pretending to watch twitch mid oh, like presenting the award, I was like, I can't do this, dude. It's anyway, a let's, lot. let's we gotta get moving. We gotta get moving. Time is a ticking. Kevin, it opened. Our first big uh, reveal was a look at Hellblade Two. It was the first gameplay trailer for said game. This looks great. It does look great. I I can't wait to not play it. I I'm interested. I I, uh, I tried to play the first one. It was doing some really cool stuff, but it was you could tell there was like a little bit of a. A budget. Obviously, it was the the audio stuff is the cool thing. The gameplay took a bit of a hit, but this looked incredible. It was like the her tribe are like trying to take down that fucking horrific giant. Well, it looked fantastic, but it's coming exclusively to Xbox and Windows PC, and I'm I will literally not not play it. That's fair. I actually so, I th- I think I it does look good. The trailer went for ages. It was like a six minute trailer, and I was like, damn. The one thing I noticed with a lot of this was most of these games were cinematic trailers only. Yeah, that's fair. That is definitely um, a common theme here. There was not a lot of gameplay going on. But it, it, it did look very nice visually. Also, as we go through, I think we should keep in mind that I believe Jeff said, I think part of this is like, it's his job to hype this show. And he does that. But on Twitter, he was saying there was like three to four reveals in this show that would be of a level as the Elden Ring re-reveal. Let's, as a little fun game, let's try and pick which three or four he thinks... Are that big? Like that's got to be one. Uh, I reckon. I reckon Senua's Saga Hellblade Two was probably one. Yeah. I reckon the next one is probably two, just because of the IP. Yep. And that is uh, Star Wars Eclipse, the official cinematic trailer. This one intrigued me, honestly, probably more than anything else in this list that I can think of, mainly because it's developed by Quantic Dream, which is so strange. I know, right? Which you'll remember, Quantic Dream obviously did like Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, Beyond Two Souls, uh, very much like a interactive movie kind of vibe choose your own adventure it looked really good (laughs) like just visually again what i didn't really understand from again it there not being any gameplay like do you think this is like a a quantic dream ass game yeah like this is i reckon it's going to be very much about like a story story centric choose your own adventure kind of thing we talking no action like no 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 like you played heavy rain like there's action scenes but you're doing qtes and like you're not like, you're you know not what? Actively doing stuff. I never played Heavy Rain. I watched you play it. 
I never oh, actually played you it watch myself. Me play Heavy Rain. There was like there was action moments, like you're driving the car, it crashes, like things are happening, and you've got to like react to things. But it was there was no like action. I don't expect action at any point you are combat. pushing a button to swing a saber unless it's a QTE. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. It looks high budget too, so it's like it looks really good fidelity wise, and it's apparently I don't know what the High Republic era is, but it's the first thing in Star Wars set in the High Republic era. Yeah, well, well the High Republic I think is like. Oh. It's like the golden age. It's like, you know, there's the old Republic, which was like the Phantom Menace and stuff. I think this is actually before that. So it's yeah, like when okay. everything is like really nice and crisp and new and yep, hot shit. Yep, yep. Uh, but honestly, it looked <laughs> it looked really interesting. So I, that one I was uh, definitely intrigued by. I'm actually, uh, we'll keep it moving along. Um, I think that was, it's fair to say that's probably the biggest announcement of the show, except for one yeah. other one that we'll get to very soon. <laughs> uh, the next one was... Lost Ark, which I'm actually kind of drawing a blank on. Yeah, I honestly don't remember too much from Lost Ark. It's like an MMO, so I'm. It's a free to play MMO. I'm. I'm kind that's of out at that why point. I didn't pay too much attention, and I'm kind of out at that point. So I don't need. I don't have anything to say on it because I honestly couldn't even tell you what it looks like. I think this might happen a little bit throughout this because there was like a lot of games were shown, but a lot of them were quite forgettable. So it forgettable and like that or like cinematics that really don't tell you a whole lot about what the game is so again i have nothing to say on lost ark but i think i'm assuming either this one or the next one is the one that you think were the biggest because i think these two also would be in his list of yeah you're right big big reveals i'll say that none of them are on the level of an elden ring (laughs) well none of them (laughs) for you but you are a little dark souls boy well, so the next one was we got a game reveal trailer for Wonder Woman, which is uh, a video game. <laughs> uh, uh, it a is Wonder a Woman. video game uh, from the team behind Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, which I actually didn't realize until this exact moment in time. And I was like, that's, that's kind of cool because Shadow yeah. of Mordor was surprisingly fun. So I don't know if you remember, but there was a news story a while ago and it was um, WB were looking at uh, trademarking the Nemesis system and the speculation oh. is that that is what this is for. Oh, that'd be cool. I don't know how that works. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm intrigued. To, I'm intrigued, but I, I'm not a big Wonder Woman fan. I don't... Well, see, that's the thing. Didn't that movie come out recently and it was like a bomb? I don't think it, this is the time for a new Wonder Woman game. I think this has like been in development for years and it's kind of missed its window. Oh, I... I don't know, like, it's fine. I actually watched the first Wonder Woman and I didn't... I, I, it's just fine. I, I watched the first Wonder Woman movie and it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. I didn't watch the most recent one because I didn't like this one enough or that one enough. But yeah, it was like it was kind of just anticlimactic. I think everyone's just been waiting for a Superman game. They're just never going to do it because they just don't understand how to make Superman fun. It's a challenge. It's always been a challenge. He's too strong. So you're just like, it's not fun if I'm indestructible. So okay. I guess Wonder Woman was like a happy medium like a, a compromise i don't know it, it could be great it could be great look i i thought guardians of the galaxy was going to be shit when i first saw the trailer and i was very wrong about that so who knows i'm well, intrigued well, enough based on the, the developer we'll move on but i guess like i don't really see the difference like she flies she's got super strength like how is it different to superman <laughs> she's got like she's not invincible impervious to damage she just has the she just has the braces that can block stuff right but she might as well be because she can just Block apparently machine gun fire with the with the braces is the <laughs> yeah, thing that accuracy you know <laughs> uh, yeah look I we'll see again everything was cinematic so they don't really show you what this is going to play like or be so it's really hard to speak too much on it it was a big reveal I would say that's in Jeff Keighley's list of Elden Ring level reveals 
Yeah. The next reveal, which I think was definitely on his list because he actually had the developer come and talk to him about it and the developer's like, we're not going to say any more now and we'll talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's for Alan Wake 2, which I think we could have probably guessed being that they just released it on PlayStation. And this is coming to... This is multi-platform. It's coming to PS4, PS5 and Xbox Series... I don't know what you call it. Xbox Series XS. It's yeah. so so annoying. <laughs> just pick one. Uh, the let's, Xbox Series series. This is... Yeah, you're right. This is probably the next biggest thing. So we might need to camp on it just for a second. Um, did you... Do you have a player on way? Nope. So... On Xbox. Really good. Like, it, it actually is a really good game. Um, I hear it's really good. This one they, uh, seems to be a bit more of a survival horror than just, like, a suspense thriller kind of vibe. It's legitimately that. Um, they're swapping genre. This is going to be more Resident Evil, less... I don't even know what the first one was like. It had a very weird combat system. Less, um... Action. It was an action game. Was it action? I don't know. I thought it was kind of like the, um... Dawn. What was the one? Oh, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> the Sony uh, exclusive... Before dawn, until dawn, until dawn. No, was it. it was much more like um uncharted. Like it's just oh, okay. Yeah, it was like just going the, around collecting shit. Seeing you had a on, you had a flashlight, and you'd use the flashlight to get rid of their shadow armor, and then you'd shoot the enemies. It was like proper action. Oh, okay. Chase okay. sequences. But the interesting thing okay. was that it ended on a massive cliffhanger, and it came out more than ten years ago. So it's incredible that they've just more than ten. Wasn't it like nine? I thought it was actually ten. It, it could have matter. been. I, I swear Jeff Keighley said 10, then the developer was like, almost 10. And my final fun fact was, so the, yeah, the, the developer that came out, Sam Lake, he is, I don't know if you caught this, or if you even played the original two Max Payne games, but Remedy was so small back then that he is Max Payne. Like, they literally just took his face and put it onto the character model and stretched it out, and that's why... Max Payne looks so fucked up. Like, if you look at a picture of <laughs> Max Payne, it's literally just this... Uh, that's funny. I Honestly, give me Max Payne again. That one was fun. That third one? I kind of forget that even existed. It was good, yeah, though. me it too, until you good. just said it, and I was like, that was fun. So, that's definitely the biggest one. I, I maybe will play it, because now that Alan Wake's on PS5, I can actually catch up and see what's going on. Uh, everyone did talk about it a lot, but we'll see. I don't know. When do I have time? <laughs> daunting looking at this fucking list of shit. Strap in, though, because it gets uh, pretty grim from here. With vague little islands of decency, but it's going to be yeah, a descent. Yeah, because we, like, we go into, like, things we already knew about slash DLC slash... Movie trailers. releases <laughs> slash movie trailer time now. <laughs> yeah, so the next one was the <laughs> the first trailer for uh, Sonic 2. Um, yep, and that's all we need to say on that one. Uh, I actually... Cool. I had some little notes here. Did you actually watch this? Uh, I watched it. I watched the first Sonic and it wasn't actually terrible, but I just, I don't care. And I don't know why Sonic, a Sonic trailer is at the Game Awards other than the fact that it's Sonic, you know? Actually, sorry, there was, I wanted to call out, I took some notes during all this. Uh, There was an ad from Pete Hines and Bethesda, like I think it was just before this, and it was legitimately hilarious. It was like Pete Hines like looking off into the sunset and, like, talking about how, like, you know, they're running out of platforms to port Skyrim to and, like, they kept, yep. like, just flashing codes in the background, like, really quickly, <laughs> like, for people to get and, like, I don't know, it was just really funny. And my next one was uh, for this Sonic trailer. It flashed to Jim Carrey, who told this weird, weird story about him being choked by his Scottish father, and it was incredible. It was Better than the trailer, better than a lot of the games announced was just this. Yeah, look, <laughs> Jim Carrey's a strange individual, especially in, as, in, as he's getting older. 
He's a treasure. Wow. He's a damn look, treasure. Anyway, it's Sonic. There's Tails. There's Knuckles. Dr. Robotnik or Eggman, if you're American, I guess. He's in it. That's cool. Also, uh, Sonic doesn't look like a fucking mutant anymore. And they, I like that they thanked us for the feedback on that Sonic. That's what Sonic I was going to say. The first movie. It was um, John Ralphia, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Jason right. Jason Schwartz. No, not Jason Schwartzman. Oh, I can never remember his name. It's not Schwartzman. John Ralphio. Come on now. John Ralphio. You know who we're talking about. <laughs> uh, let's keep it moving. Govind, do you want to do the next one? Uh, hey, if you didn't know already, PlayStation is going to release Horizon Forbidden West. And you know what they did? They showed us more of it. So that was pretty cool. Can I say much about that? No. No, the trailer was kind of nice. Yeah. I, I um, guess it showed things. Enemies look diverse, which is cool. I, I, I have nothing to say because we've seen so much of this fucking game already. What more can you say? This game comes out in two months. I don't I mean, need I'm to see play anymore. It at this yeah, point. I'm gonna play it. I almost was like, I'm just gonna skip this because like I'm gonna play it. So you don't need to show me the same things you've shown me, but uh, in a different spot. Like honestly, it was a cool trailer. The enemies look sick. Like I'm, I'm backing it. I'm backing the whole thing. Movement looks better. It all looks better. But I'm good. Here's a weird situation where I would have preferred a cinematic trailer. I would have rather like a story trailer or something. Just give me a little setup. Honestly, yeah. Because do we even have a story trailer? About I don't this think yet? so. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. Like I think at this point, like tell me what the game's about. Like I, I, you gave me a 15, 20 minute gameplay trailer. Like that's all I needed ever at any point. <laughs> but anyway, just another un. Oh my god. Sorry. We can. I think we can. I move. just saw the next one and I just yeah, sighed. Yeah. We can start moving through a few a bit quicker. So the next one was Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate is coming to PC. I got very confused. I was like, I played this game. It's like the <laughs> D- DLC with Yuffie, but it's coming with to Yuffie, PC. Yeah. PC December sixteen. Destiny two. The witch. The witch queen trailer was there, which is coming out February 22nd, gonna, 2022. I'm going to inevitably buy that and probably just yeah, beat it. Yeah, we're not, like, though, because we never play it. We literally have, like, two that we haven't played. Stop buying Destiny shit and making me do it, because you always <laughs> make me do it. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Split Ahead, and for those keeping count at home, this was the first time Silent Hill was mentioned, and we did not get a Silent Hill reveal or anything at this show. So this What's is that from... dude's name that we think is actually Hideo Kojima? Uh, Hassan Karaman. That's really dropped Hassan off Karaman. lately. Uh, That's really dropped off lately. And what happened to that app that was on the thing? You, what I need from you I'll is do you a need follow to take up. a note of this. Yep. Follow up on this next week. We don't have yep. time today, but I want to know more. Follow up, pup. Sorry, uh, so this sorry, is the new, gra- new game from the original Silent Hill director, Keiichiro Toyama. And his new studio, it looks really wild. Like some of the craziest... Boca Games, by the way. Is the oh, new Boca. Studio that Kale, just, Kale just ignored completely. Boca, Boca. Games Studio. Boca. Um, very... It kind of reminded me of Ghostwire Tokyo in that it's like a very japanese horror game. You know what's interesting is I thought it was Ghostwire Tokyo when I first saw what was happening. And then I realized... like, But I was like, it doesn't look as good. Like, it looks no. kind of off. Yeah, little budget. Compared to that. Yeah, lower budget, like, fidelity-wise. And then I realized it wasn't that game at all. And it was this weird thing called Split Ahead, where people just turn into weird monsters. Yeah, it was Didn't weird. Didn't really strike any interest in me at all. No. So, we're going to move on. Uh, the next one is interesting to me in one way and one way only. And it's because it's created by ex-Bioware boss Aaron Flynn game called Nightingale. They call it a survival crafting game set across a shared world. And that's where you lost me instantly. I was like, oh, uh, cool. You're with the people from Bioware I like. 
Yeah. But then you made this weird fucking shared world game where you're building shit. It kind of looks like Rust, but in yeah, like a, the, in like a Fey setting, if you know what the Fey is from. Yeah, Canada. like yeah, like kind of European folklore or something. It's um, yeah. I was actually quite interested in this until yeah, I realized it was sort of like that shared world thing, which I'd I'd rather this was like a fucking you know single player RPG set in this world. Yeah. I was interested in it until I saw people building bases. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very rare I want to do that. Like, right now, this Fallout thing is scratching that itch, but I don't want to do that really more than once a year. Next up, we had Gollum. You know, little Gollum, of course. You're familiar with the little Smeagol. Uh, he's getting Just a stand. Just home, it's uh, <laughs> The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gollum yeah, yeah. is the title of the game. Do you remember, this is a fun one for the long-time fans, Govinda, do you remember in, I believe, grade 10 when you did a monologue as Gollum for our drama class? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. I got how, good marks for that bad how boy. How embarrassing for you that must have been. Dude, I fucking <laughs> crushed that shit. So, real quick aside from this My story. precious. We, <laughs> uh, this was maybe not what I thought it was. Anyway, no, I think it was. I feel like I did this. How do you know about this? You weren't even was, in school at the time. Yes, I was. I did a Doctor Evil and it was fucking horrible. I think I phoned it in. How dare you not yeah, remember okay. my doctor? Never evil. mind. I was gonna say I remember I did I did drama throughout year like all senior school whatever. In year twelve, I remember like just not doing anything, and for our final assessment, we had to do two monologues. And literally, my teacher came up to me. I believe Miss Miss Co came up to me and was just like, "You're gonna you're gonna fail because you've literally done nothing." And I was like, "Bet you I don't." And then I did my two <laughs> monologues, and they had to mark it with the other class, so there was like two teachers would mark two classes together. And I got like an A plus and an A on both of them. And then I looked at her and I was like, what's that? Lol. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a fantastic actor. That's all I'm pretty much getting at right now. Uh, back to this thing. So this is, yeah. I don't know what's going on with this game. You are Gollum. You, he kills some orcs. Nasty, some filthy orcs. And, uh, y- yep. For his precious, obviously. Obviously. I got what nothing else. What <laughs> do you think this game is? Like, what do you think you do? I'm I'm so confused by the whole thing. Is it going to be really story driven? Like, what the fuck is this going to this, be? This is it. I mean, it's got to be somehow tying in with the Amazon TV show. Like to me, this feels like Wonder Woman, where you're like, "Why are you doing this now?" I don't think there's an appetite for this right now. I I'm just I'm perplexed because I'm thinking of the character of Gollum. I'm like, what are you gonna get me to do that's going to be fun? I mean, maybe you're like, going to empathize with Gollum. I'm going to eat raw fish. <laughs> I'm going to eat raw fish. I'm going to crawl through dark tunnels and I can go invisible. Presumably. Like, does he even have the ring at this point? I don't, it doesn't matter. He must this be. Too he's, much. He's, in the, he's, he's already Gollum, right? So he got the ring, became Gollum. Otherwise, he would be a pot. Govinda, oh, you're showing your ass with your, your, your lack of Lord of the Rings lore knowledge. Obviously, once Bilbo gets the ring and takes it back to the Shire for oh, like 50 plus years. You're thinking this is post Bilbo. It's got to be post Bilbo. This is the Why lost does it have adventure. Because it's a standalone lost adventure. It's what he. Yeah, but couldn't the adventure be him with the ring pre Bilbo? I don't know. I hate that we're still. Because he's. <laughs> well, because he's. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, that's even more boring. You can't even go invisible. Like, what the fuck is this game going to be? I'm very, very not interested in that one. Uh, Somerville is the next game in our list. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what that is. So it's. I didn't realize this, but it's actually the, the studio that did Limbo. Uh, and inside. So I'm actually very. Okay. Uh, you okay. should watch this trailer if you didn't. It looks fucking awesome. No, I think it... I did. I just didn't know what it was. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I actually took a uh, took a note because it was pretty standout to me. I think it looks great. 
Um, very creepy, very weird looking. Love it. Uh, next up, we had the very long-awaited DLC, The Delicious Last Course for Cuphead, uh, the stylized cartoon. That game is... Have you ever played the it? The style is... I have. The style is amazing. The it's game, incredible. It's just, it's, just, it's just too hard, man. I'm it's not so doing it hard. Myself. I'm not doing it to myself. Yeah. I, I, I beat like I beat two of the bosses maybe and I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I got up to like the airplane boss, which I know is very early, and I was just like, I can't. That's what I got up to. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I was cannot. like, I'm out. Uh, you lost me. And then moving on from that one, Sonic Frontiers reveal trailer, which is essentially an open world Sonic game. Which <laughs> didn't look shit. <laughs> my my immediate thought was like, this actually looks kind of cool. It looks like a more realistic world. Uh, and yes, you're Sonic, you run around, but my I'm concerned because there doesn't seem to be anything for Sonic fans to masturbate to. Like, what? Wh- where are the other the other anthropomorphic animals that are, like, scantily uh, clad and, like, Sonic's girlfriends and things? Hey, this is, it was just a reveal trailer, dude. There's, there's more time. There's I'm trying more to, time. I'm trying to rile up the Sonic community, which are furries, Govinda, they're furries. <laughs> I know it's going to upset one person in particular because Sean is a huge Sonic fan, but I think Sonic is really, really average. Sonic is average. And you know, it's funny too, because my older brother had a, had a I don't know, like an Instagram post the other day. He's really pumped for this, uh, this movie. Movie. And yeah. I was right there with him when we got Sonic for our fucking Sega Master Drive back in the late 90s. I get it. I was day one Sonic 2. It is pretty average. It's not as good as Mario. I'll say it. it I, I can say easy that. I'm going to say it. I'm easy going to say it. It's not as good as Mario. And I just think like, I just, it doesn't appeal to me. And I think you really need to have those nostalgia goggles on for it to really appeal to you. And it just doesn't appeal to me. So look, it, uh, open world is, open world's different. I guess it's, it's something different and uh, they need that because Sonic is stagnant. Next one is Warhammer Vermintide 2. Never played it. Don't really care. I feel like Warhammer games don't usually review well. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're definitely right. But I will say as a fucking nerd of the first caliber, I got a weird goosebumps during this during this trailer. because You are a nerd, but you used to paint yeah, little Warhammer I did, yeah. And we're going to talk boy. about it a little later. There was another uh, Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly moving on, we've got Chia. So They stole from Ghost of Tsushima and they thought they put a T in front of Chia, but I'm just going to call it Chia. Tell me more. So this is a game, I, I initially like kind of wrote this off because they've really leaned into the fact that this was inspired by New Caledonia uh, and obviously like Breath of the Wild, like the, the country, New Caledonia. Yeah, 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 yeah so no, I, I get you. I watched this trailer, I was like, it is whimsical and beautiful. And then I was like, what's New Caledonia look like? And then I looked like at pictures of it. And then I was like, New Caledonia is two hours away from Brisbane. And then I looked at flights and now I think I might go to New Caledonia, <laughs> which is probably <laughs> the idea... <laughs> behind this that's game. That's what they want. That's what they want. They don't want you to buy the game. They want you to fly to New Caledonia. This is a this is a PR project from the New Caledonian tourist board. It's, it's a $400 return flight from your city, Govinda, to New Caledonia. That's outrageous. I, 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 I don't care. I'm not going to go. Unless you pay for me and then I'll come. Might be nice. You know, they just today uh, voted to remain French. They were the, three times now. They've cool. refused to become independent and have decided to remain French. It's a very French place. I didn't know that. It's very French. Yeah, my my grandma lived there for a little bit. Who is also French, also little and French, just like the little island of New Caledonia. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. This, okay, this is probably another big one. Okay, maybe we're actually getting into some. Big no, things. no, this wasn't the the problem with this. Is it wasn't a reveal. We already knew about this game. 
Yeah, you're right. But we got to see a lot more gameplay. Um, we did. Uh, I still don't quite understand. Like, is the Flash bad? Was he the Flash bad? Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all bad and evil, and so they've hired the Suicide Squad, who are also bad, to stop them, yeah. to murder them, actually, to kill them. If you could imagine, I actually loved. I loved Captain Boomerang. It, it, like they've really nailed the Australian mannerisms. Like he's such a <laughs> fucking asshole, and it's great. <laughs> I was really into it. Yeah. Look, I, it looks interesting. I don't know. I don't know how people are going to play and how it's going to feel. And I don't quite understand. Like, am I playing as all of them? Do I just choose one of them? Like, you're swapping between them. You're swapping, you're swapping between, between them. It's single player. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm actually definitely picking this up. I think it looks great. Yeah, I can't wait to transfer that shit. Uh, the next one is Forspoken. We've seen this game a couple of times before, but this actually kind of showed a little bit more. Again, I like. I, honestly, I was more hyped for this the last time we saw it, and now this time I saw it, I was like, oh, it looks kind of... It remains average. so cringy to me. I Like, the dialogue is so unfortunate. Like, it's like... I, I don't even know what I was saying last time. Like, it, it somehow feels like a really amateur take on a Marvel movie. I don't... Like, there's some cool ideas, and the powers the look cool. The combat looks sick. I'm, I'm standing by that. It looks really good. I don't know. Something about it. It's just not... Kale just hates like strong female protagonists. Yeah, that's moving it. along. Warhammer <laughs> Forty Thousand Space Marine Two reveal trailer. As I've mentioned before, with anything Warhammer, this game will probably review at like about a six and a half, and no one's going to care too much about it. I'm actually surprised they keep making it. They must have a fan base. Oh, there's a massive fan base for Warhammer games, like, and they are fucking in deep. But I implore you to watch this trailer because it is so gloriously gruesome, like. He's killing these Look, fucking I'm gonna be with, with it. I'm going to be honest. I probably won't. <laughs> Saints Row... <laughs> Saints Row gameplay trailer was shown as well. Obviously, they're remaking Saints Row. Is it a remake? Uh, I think it's a reboot. I think it's reboot. a reboot. Okay. Yeah, is my understanding. Yeah, I don't care. I never played Saints Row. Did me you? either. This, this yeah, too was so. like deeply embarrassing to me to yeah, see yeah. what was going on in this trailer. Yeah, no interest in that at all. Uh, and then they announced that they're doing a Fall Guys cross Nightmare Before Christmas little collab. Uh, again, Fall Guys, I can play maybe like two rounds of before I'm like, okay, I'm bored now. But I guess that's something. Get those little costumes and fall over a bit. Uh, then we had... Didn't actually see gameplay here, but this was a uh, June Spice Wars, which is a PC RTS uh, about the titular June movie with uh, Timothy Chalamet. So funny thing when you asked me how you going, well you didn't. You said what I what have I did done you this see week? June? I did see June. Yeah, is it good? Um, it's oh. actually really good. It kind of drags a little bit at the end. This movie yeah. goes for three hours and twenty minutes. Holy shit! I actually might go see it this weekend just on my it's own because I have no friends. Two hundred minutes long, which, if my math is correct, is three hours and twenty minutes long, and that's too long. Be. Yeah, it's funny, because I don't think June reviewed well, but the people I actually know that have seen it loved it, and you're, like, now the third person to say that, so I think I really have to get on this. Yeah, yeah. So, look, it is what it is. I The movie was actually surprisingly enjoyable. I liked it a lot, and it all made sense to me, unlike the book when I tried to read it. I will say... Next um, up, we had... Oh, sorry, just really quickly. Like, my introduction to June was uh, the strategy game on, I think it was, like, PC and Nintendo 64 or something. Uh, so I'm actually quite into this. I'm going to watch this with, uh, quite a bit of interest. Fair enough. I'm, uh, you'll like it. It's an RTS. You'll love that shit. Yeah. I'm going to start just kind of spitting through some of these because I just don't care about a lot of them. We are they showed long. a story trailer for Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is like the fantasy setting Borderlands game. This more than anything actually made me a little bit interested. Like I definitely won't get it at launch, but I don't know something about this trailer. I kind of like Borderlands. 
the co-opness is probably what would make me buy this is playing this with people because co-op is fun. Next up, they announced that Among Us is coming to VR. Never played it. Don't I actually haven't either. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like one of the biggest games in the world. And I've never played I it. I want to play it, but I just think it's like one of those games that you really need to have a full like eight plus people to play it and feel like you're playing it properly. Otherwise, you're like text chatting people online. That's just not the same for a game like that. I'm going to be honest with you, Cal. We're not, I'm not even letting you speak about the next one. Doki V music reveal was the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen. I didn't see that part. I must have scrubbed through it. Oh, bro. When you get time, please just look at the Doki V music reveal trailer. It's like a K-pop music video show. That game. It's the fucking... Ugh. <laughs> ugh. Uh, Steel Rising. I actually don't know anything about Steel Rising. This will su- surprise no one, but I actually like the look of this. This is like a Souls-like... It looks cool from the screenshot, I see. Yeah, it's set in like an alternate revolutionary France where everything's clockwork. Like There was like a huge boss and it's like a guillotine man. He's like a man that is like a, essentially a guillotine and he puts his head inside you and decap it. It's fucking awesome. I actually really okay. like it. <laughs> I, I need to watch some of these because I didn't actually see these when, when, it was actually, when I was going through the post content. After that, we have Metal Hellsinger soundtrack trailer. What? Yeah, I didn't. I think I scrubbed through that too. It seems to just be... Um, Oh, no, I did see that. It looks really bad. Like, really low rent. Um, cool. Like, first-person shooter with, like, metal from artists like Lamb of God. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm, it looks bad. Uh, the next one they had is Star Trek Resurrection Reveal Trailer, which seems to be a game developed by former Telltale developers. Sorry, I've got that as Resurgence here. Is that right? What did I say? Resurrection? I did say resurrection. I'm oh. tired. It's been a long day. It is Star Trek Resurgence. My apologies. I'm so sorry to make um, you reiterate that then. Oh, uh, dude, that's fine. I'm I'm sleepy. That's why I'm like, let's roll through this. I honestly couldn't care very much less about a Star Trek game. Gonna be real. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, Star Wars is better and even that's bad these days. Uh, Rumbleverse, what is it? That was terrible. That was like... Um, cool. Yeah, it was like a... It's like a 40-player melee-focused battle royale, but it's got this... I don't know. It's a little bit Fortnite-y. It's just... Nah, it's chasing nah, that nah, that nah, thing. Uh, this one might pique your interest. A Plague Tale Requiem. Yeah, it really did. This was the first, like, really good look at gameplay for this. I, I, as you all know, I played through this earlier this year, and I fucking loved it. Uh, this looks really good. Everything I want, and uh, I'll be hitting it hard. Cool. And the next one, which is actually kind of interesting to me, it's just taken so long to be in existence and it's actually got a release tri- release month, I guess. Did you watch this trailer? For Dying uh, Light 2, Stay Human. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize you hadn't said the name of it. <laughs> I said the name of it. <laughs> uh, I did watch the trailer and I was, I didn't, I didn't quite understand everything that I'd seen other than that dude essentially got the mother and daughter killed. Yeah, so this was a really good callback to that first Dead Island trailer where everything's sort of like slow-mo and you're hearing, you're seeing it out of order, like that the events. That trailer was lit. Yeah. yeah, I actually really love this trailer. Like, um, yeah, highly recommend it. Wasn't any gameplay. If the game but- looks <laughs> anything like the cinematics, I'll be so impressed. But obviously, a lot of these were just cinematic trailers, which I guess is just really tough. The cool thing... To, to take too much out of, but I guess yeah. just... Just lastly on Dying Light, I keep forgetting, but that one's actually early February, so there's kind of like a nice window for that. There's at least a couple of weeks before Elden Ring and Horizon come out. Uh, there's something else that comes out early February that I wanted to play, but that I, I honestly, Dying Light's really interesting, especially if they're going to do what they did last time and do co-op. Yeah, I believe so. I believe yeah, so. That would be cool. 
Uh, we're going to move through because the next one is Crossfire X, which is exclusive to Xbox, and I, I'm just going to keep on moving it unless you have yeah, something to say. Yeah, um, I think that one was actually pretty cool, but I, I'm kind of blanking on it, to be honest. Intense FPS experience spanning multiple through... I, I, you I, love I that. <laughs> Vampire Blood Hunt. We'd seen that um, at the uh, the last Sony show. This was shown off, and it's it's uh, it's Vampire the Masquerade as a as a shooter, and it looks a little okay. better. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I nah, I'm good. Uh, the next one is GTFO 1.0 release trailer, uh, a survival horror co-op game. Kale sounds up our alley. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I, I didn't, didn't actually see this one. No, I don't remember it either. I think I might have been uh, zoning out. We're getting to a point. Yeah, I'm mean, like, we're getting to a point now where I'm like, I don't remember seeing so much of this. Uh, Halo the series is a TV TV show trailer for the Halo franchise. I, again, cool. Did you I, see this? Yeah, I got to say, this actually looks fucking great. And it's like another nail in the coffin of I really want Paramount Plus. I think that's going to be like the new premier streaming service. I, uh, it's a big one. I just hot swap now. I cancel one, I join another. Like, I'm just all over the place. It's a good idea. Some, it's a good idea. People need to join forces and give me one membership to give me everything. I'm so sick of all of this shit. But anyway, <laughs> we get sidetracked. Elden Ring, it is Elden Ring. I guarantee you the Elden Ring is the ring in which Elden is. And you will obtain said ring if actually, you can get good. It's funny that, yeah, that this trailer is actually about what the Elden Ring actually is. It's not just a dumb trailer. Yeah, yeah. But this was... Um, I'm not completely inept. Fuck, I love a From Software trailer. It's so, like, mysterious and they use, like, proper nouns for things. Like, you know, it's great. Uh, yeah, very excited. Uh, all I remember is uh, Queen Mar- Marika. Uh, oh, no, what was it? It was Lady Maria. No, Marika. Who's that? It's Marika. Oh, from this trailer? Actually... From this trailer, yeah. I just remember the, the, the pretty shapes and sounds. Oh, true, true, true. I was true. too excited like to actually. Uh, s- the next one is Synced Off Planet. I don't know what this is. I don't remember this, so let's skip that to the next one. Yep, which cool. Was... Arc Raiders. <laughs> Can you tell me anything about Arc Raiders? So, stick with me on this, because it, it's initially a bit rough. So, it's a free-to-play co-op shooter, rough, from the developers behind both Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront. I think Ooh. you're back on board with me. What it is, is it's like, it had a really awesome soundtrack. It had like this 80s synth thing going on. It's like your, it seems to be like upwards of 20 to even 40 players and you're fighting these giant robots together. And like they're huge and massive and you're all like shooting and it's almost like um, Titanfall, the level of movement you have and like yep. grappling hooks and you're like working together to take these crazy Free robots down. Co-op shooter. Hey, it's free to play. Look, I'll give it a go. If I'll definitely Battlefront and Battlefield. There's some good, uh, there's I some was, good pedigree there. I was impressed. It could be a bit rough, but it it looks cool. It's a good idea. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is the Matrix oh. Awakens reveal trailer. Which did is... you? Oh, sorry. I, I just I was reminded. Did you play the 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 thing? This is where they um released the the Matrix PS5 experience. Did you actually do that? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, this is so, I want to clear something up, because I did do the the Unreal Engine 5 experience, but Matrix, the Matrix Awakens reveal trailer, are they actually doing a Matrix game? No. Or is it, is it just the experience, is the whole thing? Let me find out. I don't... So essentially what they did is they, they had Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves talking about, like, the Matrix, and it looks so good, and then you kind of realize slowly as they are talking that they are rendered in Unreal Engine 5. And it's uh, wild. And, 
And yeah, it looks ridiculous. And then essentially they've just, they go, hey, like available today, you can download an Unreal Engine 5 experience on PS5 and I assume Xbox as well, where you can kind of see what the matrix looks like in Unreal Engine 5. And um, as far as I can tell, it is just a tech demo. I was really impressed by it. It's simple, but it's like a pretty wild level of graphics. It's pretty cool. I like that you can... Yeah, the graphics were great, and I like that you can kind of you can go through and you can toggle things on and off to kind of see what they're doing and what it looks like, and like it's fine. I just kind of wish it was a game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, man, there was a Matrix game that was on like PS2, maybe. It was so much fun. Enter the Matrix. What a great time. Was it Enter the uh, Matrix? I think it was. Yeah. I just remember like bullet timing and like running up walls and shit. It was it was a good time, and I I th- I was really hoping they're like, oh, they're doing an Unreal Engine five Matrix game. Like that is going to be so clutch. But I'm disappointed yet again because the like the demo is fine, but eventually I was like walking around the city and you're just like, oh, and I went to one of the point of interest and it was like, the city is based off these cities, and I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Once you do cool. that chase sequence, it's like. I, I quit. I was like, I don't yeah. really care about it. <laughs> so, it's fine. It it was cool though, and I hope that they actually. I, like, I'm really looking forward to when games are finally made in Unreal Engine Five that we can play because for PS5, the shit only. you can do in it, yeah, yeah like, the shit you can do in Unreal Engine Five is actually incredible. Like, I got lost in a YouTube hole one day of just watching someone make terrain in Unreal Engine Five and how easy it is. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, I could do this, <laughs> but you won't. But I won't because I f- fucking suck. Uh, so that was everything that was announced at the Game Awards 2021. I like that was everything right out of Cal's mouth. Yeah, it um, it fucking ended with a whimper on that uh, that Matrix reveal right there. Yeah, it really did. Honestly, other than like a few of the things in there, a lot of that was disappointing to me. So we're going to move into our own predictions and what won. I don't actually know who won. Um, we need to keep score and see just for yeah, our own. Yeah, uh, give me a rights. second. I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting a little tally up so we can do that. I'll read them out, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna record that for our bragging rights, uh, all righty, Kale. You can just just run through this whole thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running long word. as it is. Let's, we're gonna do it quick. We're gonna run long. I like to think I won. I'm feeling good about it, uh, but I'm also I think feeling bad about it at the same time. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's really close. So anyway, we had um, best game direction. You and I both picked Deathloop. Deathloop won it. So that's a point for both of us. Got it? Got it. Good. The next was Best Narrative. You and I both picked Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which, of course, won it. We both get another point each. Great start for both of us. Yay. Go team. So far, so good. (laughs) Next was Best Art Direction. We both picked Kenner Bridge of Spirits. Of course, Deathloop won it. Zero points. Mm, I don't like the next one I'm seeing. Best score on music. Uh, I picked Near Replicant. You picked Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course, Near Replicant won it. One point for the big dog. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, next was Best Audio Design. Uh, we both picked Returnal. Uh, and Returnal was robbed by Forza Horizon 5. So, <laughs> what the fuck yep, was that yep, about? Yep. I don't Zero. know if it was robbed. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. Zero points. Uh, game, next people love that game like, apparently <laughs> uh, best performance went to oh so I picked uh, Giancarlo Esposito we didn't mention this at the time he had a really awkward showing Intro. in the game awards yeah. yeah it was very 
Just like, what are you doing here, buddy? All of it was. All of it was. Yeah, yeah. I picked him for Far Cry 6. You picked Jason E. Kelly from Deathloop. Uh, Maggie Robertson of Resident Evil Village won, and I don't think that was very well deserved. She had, I like, don't either, because it was such a small part. It was. Lady Dimitrescu. Like, of course, everyone loved her. It was a big sensation, but she wasn't but A lot of it was game. about the design, <laughs> and she was in the game for, like, I want to say four, 35 minutes. To be totally fair, like, neither is... um. Giancarlo Esposito in Far Cry. He's not in it that much. Yours should have won. But he's like it. an. In- yeah, like I the, think the Death Loop guy. It, I'm gonna be that or maybe Erica Mori for Life is Strange, which I'd like to play. But anyway, uh, zero points. <laughs> zero points there. Best ongoing game went to. We both picked Final Fantasy XIV Online, which of course won one point apiece. Uh, next up was best indie game. I picked Death's Door. You picked Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Kenna won. That is one point for the G string. Yeah, this baby, right in the butthole. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> uh, next was best action game. Uh, I picked Chivalry Two. You picked Returnal. Returnal won it. That's another point for the G string. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Did we right come down up with a new? Looks uncomfortable, but apparently isn't. Uh, looks good. Looks good. Did we just come up with a new nickname? Um, oh, I, I, sorry, I should have reiterated as well. This is not everything. Last week, we only did the categories we were actually interested in. Yeah, <laughs> so we're yeah, only doing yeah. those today. <laughs> uh, next up was Best Action and Adventure Game. You and I both picked Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and it went to Metroid Dread, which feels bad. Zero points for yeah, both of does. us. I've never played it, but you said it was good. It's fine. It's not as good as... Guardians again. It's the it got the Nintendo bump. It got the little the little bump. And I'm really sad that the next one didn't also get that Nintendo bump. So of course we had best role playing game. Govinda picked Monster Hunter Rise, and I picked Tales of Arise. One point to Kale. Tales of Arise. One. Tales of Arise. One. <laughs> uh, this one actually infuriates me. Uh, most anticipated game. Uh, we both picked Elden Ring. It went to Elden Ring. Elden Ring won last year, too, for this category. It's so dumb. <laughs> what a dumb People thing. love From Software, dude. People love From Software. So, we're going to do a quick score check here, Cal. And I, I think the results are going to surprise you. Are they? Yeah, they will. Uh, so, on four points, four correct answers, we've got Kale. Mm-hmm. Uh, the G-string, four correct answers. Oh, it's a sharp tie, bitch. well. No one wins, no one loses. We're all winners, just like in <laughs> Battlefield 2042. I'm so sorry to do this to you then, because now we go to the final segment, Game of the Year. Uh, Kale picked It Takes Two. Govinda picked Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Fuck! I'll take that victory. It Takes yeah. Two won. <laughs> oh, wait, let me tell you scores again real quick. No, oh. uh, I'm, actually, oh, you it found is the four apiece. So I added, no, I had already added that point in there. It was already <laughs> four apiece. <laughs> I am the winner. I know the games. I win the points. That's so all. You win. I think um, we need to play It Takes Two. I think that's what this means. <laughs> okay, so what it means is because you win, you'll buy It Takes Two. I'll download it and we'll play it together. You do get that cool friend pass. And actually, good thing to note, there is a video game awards sale Why going on. Why do you need on. a friend's pass when we have the power of the transfer? Well, I guess you could play this together. Eh, it's a whole thing. You understand. Um, yeah, it's fine. I don't know about this game of the year. Like, I, I just feels off. Like, it, it just. I'm kind of glad it went to it takes two and not like Deathloop or Ratchet because they don't feel like they deserve it. <laughs> no, I think that would have that would have been a little bit annoying too. But 
here we are, and that was the Video Game Awards 2021, hosted by Jeff Keighley and Verizon, and also Monster Energy Drink, the drink for games <laughs> on the go. Glug, 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 glug. Uh, that's it, Govinda. That's it. We're going long, and you're going to hate that. So let's uh, let's get on. No, there's actually we we sped up really really nicely at the end there, and I, I do like that. Uh, so we we did okay. We waffled on a lot in there, which I'm proper cutting out. So I think this is going to be a tight hour. I'm happy with it. So just as a should have done this up front, but we're really bad at this. Uh, so I think the plan is going to be we're going to do a normal episode next week, and then the week after that we'll do our game of the year. Does that like our game of the our year? Our game yeah. of the year. Well, w- what yeah, I'll do yeah. is I'll go through a list of everything that came out. We'll maybe I'll I don't know. Maybe I'll refine it a little so it's things we actually played, uh, and we'll just we'll hash it out. We'll hash it out. Sounds like a plan. That way we get a little bit of a week off for our holidays. For yeah, you, yeah, nothing will change. You will get an episode every week. Yeah, that's Wednesday. right. We'll we'll record that in advance, and then but we on our end will have some extra time off. What are you getting for Christmas? Let's talk about that really quickly. Oh, uh, so I I really enjoy my family because uh, we don't we just don't really deal with presents. Mm, I have nice. three nieces, and they obviously get presents because they're children, and they need the magic of Christmas to oh, keep those, that twinkle in their eye alight. Those children must be uh, showered in gifts. There's so many aunts and uncles in their lives. They must be yeah. And I'm drowning. I'm, I'm dead in inside. Gifts. Yeah, I'm dead inside. So I require nothing from anyone. Uh, my thing also is like it's always like oh well yeah let's get it presents and we'll do like a fifty dollar budget. I'm like okay, I'm I'm old enough now that if there's something for fifty dollars that I want, I own it. Yeah, but that's kind of not really the spirit of Christmas, is it, Govinda? You sort of agree. No, I think the spirit of Christmas is like let's save everyone the heartache of trying to go to a shopping center in the last in like G- December at all. I thought you were going to say in the last days before civilizations collapse. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, where the COVID is. <laughs> I I don't know. I hear this December, this January first coming up is going to be a spicy one. Ooh, spicy Sydney sneezes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're not really doing presents. I got I mean, I've already done all the shopping for the nieces because easy children. Like two of them are so young they don't remember anything. So that must uh, be just nice. Get them like a stuffed animal, <laughs> and I feel like I've done the job. You know. Yeah, no, that's nice. Well, I think I'm. I want I want new AirPods. I'm trying to cheer that up. I'm trying to get everyone going. Ones. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, uh, well, look, new ones. I, what I've done, I'm just going to go back real quick. I've, I've found out that like children that are under two are really easy to buy for. Mm. One of my nieces is almost four uh, and she really loves like Frozen. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I bought her an Elsa dress. Um, but I found out that... Is Elsa because cool they put, anymore? Elsa's still cool. Elsa's okay. still cool. All right. Elsa's a, still cool. Let me tell you. She's going right. to froth so hard. Yeah. Uh, the problem I have is that I found it in, in Target. And it was it was hanging up, and I was like, "That's perfect. She'll froth that." Called my brother, got the size, all good. And then I found out that like it's made like shit. Obviously, it's like a shittily made little shit. It's all polyester. It feels yeah, like yeah. Shit. It was probably made by a girl her age in a third exactly. World country. Right. <laughs> I, I would say altogether, the the fabric and the child slave labor that mm, went into yeah, making this yeah. probably cost a, a grand total of fifty US cents. Yeah. Uh, and the the guess how much this cost me? Like thirty bucks. Oh, Kale. It says Disney on it. How much do you think this cost me? 60 bucks. It was $69 Ooh. for this little dress that she's going to grow out of in about two weeks. <laughs> That's uh, that stings. There's <laughs> <laughs> the things that we do. But I, then I kind of thought, I was like, look, I don't buy anyone else presents. So I guess this is good. Yeah, it's, it's got to be done. I got my niece a, uh, a Tamagotchi. 
Oh, nice play. Um, which is about the same price. Uh, and apparently Tamagotchis are back and they're in color and they have like, they do heaps of cool shit now. In I'm actually, color? Is it more than yeah. three buttons? Or is it still I don't know, but it's, it's been like modernized. They were like relaunched like a year or two ago. So You know what I'd fuck with? I want Digimon to come back. That's exactly what Aaron said. Which leads me to my next question. What do you get a woman in her early 30s that you have made a lifelong commitment to? <laughs> what do you perhaps theoretically purchase for someone just, like that if you theoretically had left it till the week before Christmas to get her something? Theoretically, of course. <laughs> uh, that's for me. husband? That's for me. <laughs> um, what do you get her? Get, get her like a spa day. Nah, no, I did that last year. You can't do that. Oh, you <laughs> did? Out. That's out. That's a cl- easy out, that one. Um, it's a trick question. You, you get her something dachshund related. Something with a little sausage dog on it. Peter Ooh, Alexander, baby. That is a good play. I don't know what that would be for her, but you could get her a dress with a dog on it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Wait, I'm cutting most of this out anyway. Yeah. What are you fucking talking about? I have no idea what to get her. Your wife, man. You're I'll so figure it out. Nothing. About a lump of coal. <laughs> so you've done them. You've made the mistake of not taking notes throughout the year of things she's mentioned that she wants. Yes. <laughs> yes, I. And have. there's no way to fix that. And there's no way to fix that. All you can do mm. is in the new year have a resolution to be a better husband. I try every day. No, I, I don't think, think you uh, do. I really I, don't. I try think and you get do. on that, but I. You just get stoned and play Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck. This is we've wasted. I, I'm gonna have to cut most of this shit out. <laughs> I'm I'm me. He's him. This has been Long Live Play, episode twenty eight. Kale, where can the good people certainly not find us? In the irradiated wasteland known as Queensland. Or at Long Live Pod, Instagram, Twitter. I hate I'm you sorry, so I just, much. I just putted out. <laughs> you, just, well, you can hear it in our voices. We are done. And on that, I am done. Goodbye. Thank you and good night.